Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is back, baby. Yeah. We're here to talk about it, Emily. Hi. Hi. I never thought we'd make it to season four, but we And yet we're here. I had a blast. I'm okay. I'm gonna just lay it all out for everybody because I can't help myself. I was pretty disinfected disenchanted with real housewives after the end of season three i was in a word over it it's two words two okay i was in an emotion absolutely over it and i kind of have been dreading watching season four which i haven't mentioned to you meg because i don't want to get fired from this job i do for free mm-hmm. yes but i you know been... me i'd fire you <laughs> fire me in a snap so i have been like uh kind of dreading it and like the other day, Meg was like, well, we'll podcast on Wednesday because the episode's on Tuesday. And I've been like, oh, Tuesday? No. Please to report. I've done a 180. I had the best time watching Housewives by myself last night. It was a hoot and a half. I had a amazing... That, the first two minutes of this episode, mwah, chef's kiss, a master, a cinematic masterpiece, not being sarcastic at all. It was incredible. I did not see that cold open coming. And I don't care if it's as stupid as like another bathtub feud. I I I love the way they set it up. Like these editors know what they're doing. I am so relieved that Jen is gone. Like this show just has so much more oxygen now. Like everyone seems so much less uh anxious and so much more willing to have fun and the whole vibe is different it's way less dark it's way less heavy it's way more enjoyable i'm having a blast so far oh yeah you know what's not fun to talk about federal crimes no it's fun to talk about anything else but monica's entanglements oh i can't wait to talk about monica okay so what a start bam Heather's in the Bahamas. By the way, producers can just walk into a room. <laughs> I was shocked. I mean, they knocked first, right? They can hear her so they know she's like not in the bathroom, which begs the question, what happens to the mic if you have to run to the bathroom? Okay, so uh, when I went to provisions and, you know, that waitress, was, I asked her, I was like, the housewife sat at this table. What was that like? And she's like, well... The girl who was her waiter wore a mic and then she went to the bathroom and forgot she had a mic on and like everybody heard her. Thankfully, she was just peeing. But um, yeah, she was like mortified. So I guess you have to turn your mic off before you go to the bathroom. Have those sound engineers heard, Meg? What have they had to live They've through? They probably heard everything. They're probably It's probably like being a gynecologist. Like you're just not even phased, you know? I hope. I hope. Okay. I want to say this at the top though. If Heather is asking, how did we all for- fall for it? And it's about Jen. I want everyone to know not all of us fell for it. And I really need that to be on the record. Meg did not fall for it. Do you think it's about Jen? It better it better not be. I think it's about Monica. Oh my gosh, great hypothesis. Okay, quick question, Meg. Whose voice was better reciting scripture? Whitney or Lisa? Whitney's voice, I mean, they're so I was gonna say Whitney's voice is so iconic, but both of their voices are so iconic. Impossible to pick. And it's the devil, your friend. <laughs> 
<laughs> scriptures no one has ever heard, by the way. I was like, is that even in the Bible? Where is Micah? I honestly was like, what's Pazalm? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the Bible at all. So and when they are. walked past Blue Lemon, I was like, what is this? What is this? Why is Blue Lemon in the background here? I paid $2,000 to see them filming at City Creek. <laughs> There's like a jimboree, like right there. It does not look good at all. No. I felt like they tried to make it look high end and it actually looks very low rent. It looks so bad. It's so stupid. Angie K walking her dog, well, Lisa is walking across, was the one where I was like, no, stop. <laughs> I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Absolutely 10 out of 10. Um, okay, well, remember how snowy 2023 was? What a I sure do. I felt a little PTSD when I saw that snow dumping. And I Me was like, too, wow. but it is more beautiful. Like, it is 100%. more dramatic. They could not... That, producers are good the editors are better and mother nature did them all solid because it did look drama darling the drama of it all with it just i mean they were cotton balls in the air just flowing down it was yeah and for those out of state we truly had the snowiest winter from like october to april like it just never stopped snowing it was awful Okay, I kind of loved it, but as everyone should be well aware at this stage, I do not like doing things. So when there's bad weather, everyone accepts it. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, she can't. I got to leave a dinner after 40 minutes because it was snowing so hard. I truly was like, I have to go home now. I threw $20 bill on the table and walked out. And all of my friends were like, that was acceptable. Sure, yeah. They and, get it. And so that for me was a great winter. Um, okay, so Lisa's works. Okay. She's she works, Megan. She is working at Sundance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's telling people where to move couches, how to mop the floor, how to dim the lights. I mean, it's been said before, and I will say it again. I truly deeply believe if I had a sixth of Lisa's confidence, I would be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. She's so the way she is telling people what to do with absolutely no look at anyone else to see if that's the right answer, honestly, an inspiration. Uh, yeah, could never be me, but I respect it deeply. Could never be me. Okay, so she and John are driving and, uh, hey, Meg, fudge college indeed, because Jack's going on a mission. All I'll say about Jack going on a mission is it's pretty funny that his parents didn't really know what was happening. Like, I feel like I'm in the upside down a little bit because usually the storyline coming out of Utah families is your kids not going on a mission and that's what caring. makes you sad you being very upset about that um I'll say this again Megan I do this podcast for absolutely zero dollars so it's really important she keeps her job that being said on my part Jack wow way to give your mom the best storyline possible he did her right? a favor right because Lisa had nothing. I mean, listen, Lisa's always entertaining. You know, I feel that way. But Lisa didn't have a lot of um, what's thing in the fire? What's that phrase? Irons. She didn't have a lot of irons in the fire dramatically. Like okay, well, uh, she has more than Meredith, who is fighting about bathtubs. Meredith, I've got some strong advice for Meredith coming up. But yeah, Jack's like fudge college. I'm going on a mission. 
My favorite quote from the night, this is a quote, it's not an opinion, is Lisa saying, Jack's giving up two years of his life helping everyone but himself. I mean, look, I've been on a mission. I I don't know how many people I helped. Uh, I ate a lot of chocolate. Um, bought some ugly clothes. Did you help yourself at all? <laughs> Hard to say. I'll say this. I lived in a mission home. I did not go on a mission. You can DM me. Anyone who wants to talk about stuff, you can feel free to DM me. I'll tell you everything. But I do think two things. One, missions seem very hard. So for a kid to just choose that, fascinating choice. Good for you, Jack, if that's your destiny. And the second thing is, I think missionaries, It you do learn some life skills. Like my husband's a very good cook. And he would not be the way he was without his mission. So he's going to get that, Lisa. Where did he go? Hong Kong. Oh, okay. That's cool. And he learned some very good tips on cooking food. My husband served in Lithuania. And I got to tell you, same cannot be said for him. Not much. Not much going on there. Okay. Well, not a lot of culinary expertise to come out of that experience. Turns out there is real tricks to rice cooking. They're not joking. Mm. Yeah, them all, Mag. He knows them all, and he knows that he rinses rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a. Whole, he's got a whole system. It's a Will double. He, teach rinse. Me? he doesn't rinse it once. He rinses it twice. That's very important. Yeah. Well, so do I. I don't rinse it ever, and that's why I'm not allowed to make rice. <laughs> but I listen. For being honest, I don't rinse produce. Um. What? I know. I'm so lazy. I, this is so fascinating because you are. You are the most paranoid person about food poisoning, I know. Yes, correct. Yes. And you don't rinse your produce. <clears throat> no, I don't. I try to either buy it pre-rinsed. Quick hot tip, you can do that. Second thing is I just throw it out before I eat it. Third <laughs> thing is I broil it and think that probably killed whatever. Like an apple? Um, can't remember the last time I just ate an apple. Like, are you nomming on apples regularly? Or yeah, that's like a pretty normal thing to do. Eat an apple. That's an apple? Pretty, that's like a pretty human behavior. Biting into it? Like if I had said a head of broccoli, sure. You uh, can be skeptical, but eating an apple is like pretty pretty standard. What is the last fruit I've had? I had corn on Sunday. Is that the produce that counts yeah but you boiled it right yep boiled all those germs off what about like a what about like grapes no never what am you i don't just grapes? eat grapes no i'd prefer not to <laughs> all right uh i could keep going we better move on uh okay um him hiding that mission like meg said is very funny it is truly opposite of the stereotypical story and i did actually feel kind of bad for lisa about how bad she felt about it um, I recently found out the 12 year old in my house is really into guacamole. And I was like, how did I not know that? And it was a rude awakening to me. Someone asked me my kid's favorite candy for her birthday. And I was like, I honestly don't know. And I had a real existential crisis, you know, yeah, like, real. what a, what am I doing here as a mother? How have I failed? And Jack just being 18 in general was going to be tough. Oh, for sure. So she, I mean, Lisa is... A ride or die mom. Like she adores her children. They yeah. are her entire world. I think you could say a lot of bad things about Lisa Barlow. You can't say that she does not 
feel devoted to her children because I believe she really does. She truly does. Yep. Um, okay, so I want you to know that I recently drove past Heather's house. I can tell you later where it is and you'll know I bet, but it Yeah, is, we don't want to dox Heather on this podcast. It looks, I would say it looks like a Virginian kind of neighborhood to me. Yeah, yeah, it's got a very different vibe. So Heather's house is the most random. Heather's furniture. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> uh that being said, I want to put this on record. Heather's makeup and hair um, looks amazing. She has gotten, she turned she turned it up this season. Her hair and makeup look really good this season so far. Yeah, she does. That blue eyeliner that she's wearing with that blue dress looks amazing. Yes, that blue confessional look, which I also noticed is her um, entrance look, her mm-hmm. intro look. like look. Look, if you got a good outfit, sure, wear it twice. No, that's her, that's the best Heather has ever looked. She looks I- like- Bought a sweater from Cezanne that I told you about. I've worn it every day since I bought it. Because you know what? Makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. That's that's Heather in the blue dress. Where yeah, it makes you feel good. She looks good. She looks great. Um, So Meredith shows up. And Meredith looks, to me, very different. Meredith's face looks very different. That's and what I don't... Steven said. He's like, she did something. And I think she changed her hair. I think her hair is darker. And I think there's some new filler. But I'm going to say this. Is it terrible to say? I think she looks great. Why would that be terrible to say? I don't know, because it's like very pro mess around with your face. I mess around with my face. I'm pro mess around with your face. Yeah, I am too. So you know what? I'm going to say it. Meredith's looking good. She looks I great. Feel like, is Meredith... Yeah, she, she looks great. Meredith's confessional look, my friend and I were texting and he was like, is Meredith in a Lululemon jacket? Like the straight jacket one with the high, high neck yes. thing? Yeah, it's wild. Yes. And I was like, is that a Lululemon jacket? I mean, we were dying because we're like, what is happening with this outfit? So she shows up at Heather's. And this is the most fun these two have ever had together. I was here for it. I was here for it. But my biggest question here is, what is that food that's out on Heather's table right now? Because I am seeing Jordan almonds, eclairs, and then like... PF chains or like dehydrated vegetables. Okay, also it. a charcuterie board and then like Don Julio tortilla chips. It, the whole thing, like, do you honestly think Meredith Mark is gonna nom into a freaking eclair? <laughs> I would pay to see Meredith I'd Mark. I pay to see it. I nom into it, an eclair. But it's never gonna happen. I love, I mean, love Heather for trying um did not was mad at heather all over again for reminding me about that black eye i was like i I had forgotten about that heather i know and by Uh, the way heather in case you listen to this which you don't i'm not mad at you because you were friends with someone who went to jail and i don't think most people were i think people were mad at you because you stuck up for that person every single chance you got that yeah it was it was big like sticking fingers in your ears and going la 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 like just like complete inability to consider any other perspective i think that's why i'm like i don't be friends with a million people in jail do you know what i get on my tiktok all the time inmates in jail tiktok have you gotten that where they're like can't wait Oh, have I never sent it to you and brought no. you down to the mire? Um, so the other day I got Boise Corrections and the guy's like, hi, I'm in Boise Corrections. I like a thick mama who knows how to make a burger. And I watch those 
I'm not like just are they not- like phone calls like serial like they're like the ones you know when people are in prison and they have like the phone that records them and they can like leave a message it's like that it's a system where you can have like a pen pal in prison what I gotta send you I gotta I mean I get it all the time between that and Please. ferret talk I have a very different algo than you did you say ferret talk fairy I wish ferret oh I I got a ferret one today because there's a ferret who's been stolen in Mobile, Alabama. I saw this one and she doesn't, I don't know what happened to him. She stole him. I think she stole him. A hundred percent. Who steals a ferret? I don't know what to do with a ferret. How do you take care of a ferret? They smell. Yeah. Yeah. Slimy, right? They get a little like oily. I'll tell you, you shouldn't have a ferret. Freaking Angie Cage is out here admitting she has a mink purse. Like, come on, woman. I was shocked by that. I was shocked Fendi makes a mink purse. I'm not because, like, luxury eye roll. But, I mean, if that's how you, if you feel fine with that, I want to say no judgment, but actually a lot of judgment because I like animals more than people. And so the judgment level for me was sky high at that, Angie K. Yeah. Potter doesn't want your clueless purse, okay? No, I know. And I was like, that one? That's the first that, one? Um, okay, so Meredith and Heather are just shooting the breeze. And Meredith's mad because Whitney's out there talking about how creepy it is when people share a bath, which is like, okay, I guess Meredith's mad at all of us because we all agree with Whitney that that is creepy. And then Meredith proceeds to do the worst backslash best Whitney Rose impression. And honestly, I don't want to see Meredith on TV unless she's doing that impersonation. I don't believe Meredith was ever a child. Um, I think that Meredith arrived on this earth as a middle-aged woman and has been that way since like 1920. She is just so without a time, without like, like who is, I watched her on my screen for three years in a row now and I do not know who this woman is. Watching her do that Whitney Rose impression, was very jarring to me because it was like there was like a glimmer of a personality trying to emerge, but it was getting caught in the Meredith Marks-ness of it all. Yeah, Meredith's a conundrum and a half because how I feel is if Meredith didn't try at all, I bet I'd like her a lot because the I think the essence of Meredith, even perpetually a 45, the essence of someone like that is kind of fun to me. Because mm-hmm. they're very much like, but I feel like Meredith is trying on a lot of different masks and just sort of seeing what fits. And um, for a minute there, she was like fun. And then she was like, now she's just like offended at the drop of when she mm-hmm. compared a sure saying Whitney going after her bathtub is the same as Whitney going after her marriage or her children. I was like, I thought you were smart. I have this little hyperbolic there, Mayor. But she's doubling down on it. Because, listen, no one likes to speak in extremes more than this gal. And I'm pointing out myself. I, I'm never having an okay day. I am having the worst day of my life or I'm having the best day. Okay, there's no in between for me. But Meredith, for me, was like, okay, you're being a little extreme, dog. Yeah, on a show full of extremes. Yeah. Um. So, want to bring this up, though. I have I went to that Meredith Mark store on our break between seasons for my birthday so when they filmed there, that really excited me. Very different experience than the one that Winnie, I will say my experience was very different than Mary's. The sales attendant I had was a trip, a trip. It was the most, it, I was in that store for 32 minutes. I bought an eye mask and a single pen 
but this sales associate would not stop pointing stuff out to me to look through, even though I was like, I'm not going to buy anything. Mm-hmm. I said that, ex- I said to her directly, this is amazing. I'm not going to buy anything else. And I was t- spent 10 more minutes sorting through sweaters with her. It mm-hmm. was wild. Sweaters at wild. what price point? Insane. And you want to know the most insane thing about the Meredith Mark store? There is two full racks two full racks. Meg can attest to this because I sent her 93 pictures, two full racks that are from Meredith's closet that she's selling her used clothes, which get it girl. No, yeah, but who's not. buying. They were some of the most, I mean, she's a very specific body type and it's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And she's got a very specific style at a very specific price point. Mm-hmm. She also has quite a few items that were stained with makeup. And what I need to know is who was paying $300 for a white turtleneck that is stained with bronzer? Meredith. I mean, if you know it's Meredith Marks bronzer, maybe it's worth it. Maybe that's like a badge of honor. Maybe season one, but so far not season four, Meredith. Oh, yeah, Bert. Bert. Okay, well, the Wicked Witch of the Sense is back and never thought I'd say this. Thank every person in heaven to have Mary back on TV she's very funny i think i had maybe forgotten just how chaotic she really is um when she said my son has a girlfriend but everyone tells me she's his wife have you talked no haven't had time ma'am hey ma'am i'm obsessed with listen for someone who probably definitely runs a cult She's a good time. She's um, the best. I could listen to her talk about her spicy diarrhea for hours. I, I, the thing that bothered me the most was putting the tag on her that she's Meredith's friend. And I'm like, no, dog. Mary is everyone's friend on this show because she is the reason we are getting. She is a fresh blood in the very, very needed. That text message she sent Lisa was probably <laughs> one of my favorite things I've heard. <laughs> You're disgusting tequila will kill people. You're a liar. <laughs> I did the whole thing was just the best. And honestly, I cannot wait to see what new furniture she has in her house. Me neither. I can't wait to see her house again. I also love when she's like, yeah, both Roberts are good, but I don't really talk to either of them. <laughs> Robert Sr. has been in Vegas for six months. It's been great. <laughs> oh, oh, man. At one point, Mary's like, so do you talk to Jen? Which, thank you, Mary, for getting out there with the heart. Move aside, Barbara Walters, because Mary's out here with hard-hitting questions. Is Barbara Walters dead? She did die recently. Okay, RIP Barbara Walters. Mary, though, is taking up the hard-hitting questions. And Meredith's like, I mean, she's in prison. There's really nothing else to say about Jen. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious, Meredith, because you went pretty darn hard for Jen last season. Yeah, right? It's almost as audacious as your fur blazer, which let's spend 10 minutes talking about the most... (laughs) insane thing that i've ever seen on tv why of course of course she has a fur blazer like it doesn't look good is my main complaint no blazers need to be sleek you know and they need to be (laughs) if she wore that in the backwoods first of all she'd get hunted because she looks like a giant bear or mated with probably mated you're right mating marks two it's not flattering. Like no. you just gained, you just put 60 pounds and sis, they're all on your shoulders. Look, 
you you think a buttoned up jacket is a good idea and i know this from experience the moment you sit on it your lines are all wrong like if there's a camera around you best run it's just not i mean listen heather hasn't met a gucci logo she doesn't want to paint all over her body and meredith hasn't met a blazer that she thinks i can make that cool and this was the time i want to say meredith I gave you a pass on the blazer swimsuit. I can't. It's just not flattering. And you're oh on gosh, TV. The blazer swimsuit. I'll tell you right now, if I was on TV, I would text my friend who is the most honest with me, who hurts my feelings regularly, and be like, is this a good outfit for me? Everyone needs that friend. Absolutely. Uh, well, ring-a-ding-ding-ding. It's Angie K. She's in hot pink sunglasses, and she's meeting with, up with Monica, the newest cast member. da 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 do Meg, tell us where they're eating Brunette's only lunch. The Cliff uh, Dining Pub. It is a mere three-minute drive from my home. I have eaten there once in my life. And the one time I did eat there, I thought, I absolutely do not belong here. I am not a bikini babe or a sweet bro, which is the exact clientele of the Cliff Dining Pub. It does have a great view, though. I, I like every single person I've talked to today from Utah. First thing they say, LOL, the cliff. Yes. Like it's, it's a real crowd pleaser. Food is not good. Sushi nachos sound not great. No. What is that? Because if you're baking them, it's no longer sushi. Are you putting the sushi on the already baked nachos? Yeah, I don't know anything about the logistics, but you and I will be dining there and we will be doing a full recap. recap. You know, I, maybe I didn't order the right thing when I went there. I got like goat cheese balls. Like, who am I, Lisa Vonderpump? Like, I maybe need to try a different meal next time. Uh, you got to redo. Um, And when we're there, I hope we run into this brunette's only lunch, which is Lisa, Monica, and Angie K. I, okay, listen, Angie K also looks to me a bit different. Those eyebrows are high. But she's like, are snatched. Is that the phrase? She looks have you did, have you watched Kardashians? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you I know when Scott Disick stands outside Versace and he goes Versace, 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 Versace. Yes. That yeah. was Angie's shirt. It was Versace, 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 and then she had Versace sunglasses. Yeah, she was really giving. Um, it was, was Jenna was- Lyons' worst nightmare. What was she giving? Desperation. Oh. Uh, I want to say this right now. I had very high hopes for Angie K as a full-time cast member. This episode, she was giving sidekick energy. She's packing mm. herself on to Lisa. She like I think she likes to have a safety net between her and the actual drama. And I don't want that for her. I want her to own as a main character. And I hope she can. But I'm just like, could she only when there was Dana, Dana to compete with? I because Monica came out freaking swinging and on an entertainment level. Oh, Monica, uh, Monica is saving this franchise. Okay, so Lisa and Monica meet up, and Lisa's like, we've also we've actually met. Then Lisa tells us, I didn't actually know if that was Monica because she looks so different the last time I saw her. And at first, I was like, whoa. Lisa, that's kind of mean because I thought she can't be that. And then they flashed that old picture and I was like, whoa, wow. She looks like (laughs) a completely different person. Yeah, she was blonde. 
there's yeah. something about a person who can chameleon that much with their looks that makes me think there's hidden secrets there. Oh, uh, 1000%. Don't you feel like the friends that I've had that have like pinged that far from a look are the friends that I would say exhaust me and entertain me? You want to know more, but you want to keep a distance. I don't want to be their best friend, but I want to be at dinner with them every six months. 1000%. So Monica, um, her confessional look and her story, in my opinion, hot. Because she starts off by saying, and that's how I became a witness for the federal government. Look, I don't know what this casting director makes, but they need to make more because this was such a good move. Such a good move. Monica used to be Jen's assistant, supposedly. It doesn't sound, it feels like a friend who ran errands for you. And at one day, Jen says, hey, do you want to make $6,000 a month? And Monica was like, um, I felt kind of weird about that. So I called a friend who I know is in the Secret Service, which I'm like, hmm, hmm. Sus. <laughs> but then friend. he said, Monica, stay away from Jen Shaw. She, do not go near Jen Shaw. And then the next thing you know, Monica said she's a witness for the federal government, which hot diggity dog. Loved it. Love it so much. Keep it going. Uh, Monica seems nice. She seems fun. She seems a little financially out of her league. And I'm I'm a tiny bit nervous for her. But also, sorry, what's the deal with her marriage? Um. Okay. So a number of people have reached out. And I know what the deal with her marriage is. And this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to know, plug your ears or fast forward like 60 seconds. I don't know. Hit that 15 second forward four times. She was married to her husband. Had an affair with his brother for 18 months. Brother? Brother. Okay. All right. So she and her husband got divorced, but then remarried. I don't know if the affair continued into the second marriage or not, but now they are getting divorced for the second time. What is family dinner like? I'm dying to know. I know if anyone can handle it, kind of seems like it's Monica. She, yeah. Yes. Monica does not look old enough for an 18 year old. No, she said she was 38. And I was like, wow. Okay. I'm 38. Meg, I'm 38. Can you? An 18-year-old? Wow. I know. Good so you, the math on that is what? She had her first kid when she was 20. 20. So married at like 19, right? It's not that unusual, I guess. Not that I've yeah. said it out loud. I can name three people in my life who have, who have are my age and have an 18-year-old. But it does feel wild because I'm just, I mean, I'm just 18 myself is how I I'm not ready to have an 18-year-old emotionally. No. So Monica seems fun. And Angie and Lisa are like, I guess best friends. Sure. I don't know. They're like, I, I love that Lisa said, I've known Ange forever. Lisa shortening people's names feels like such a cornerstone of her personality to me. Also, she's known everyone forever. forever. Um, then Lisa goes on. Monica's like, I actually know Lisa pretty well because anytime she'd call Jen, Jen would hand me the phone because Lisa talks nonstop. And then Lisa starts going into just a running conversation of thoughts. And it is giving, if you have seen that 30 Rock episode where Liz Lemon thinks she meets Oprah, it was that. At one mm -hmm. point, Lisa says, want to know what I'm obsessed with right now? Maritime. I love being on yachts. I love being on yachts. Is a thing she says. 
these are the things she says and on that 30 rock episode i will never forget it that liz lemon is like can you tell me some of your favorite things and fake oprah says calypso music and i was like that is i have met a number of people who have met lisa somewhere and said lisa is so incredibly nice and also will talk at you for 30 minutes straight good for her and i believe she knows that yeah, we did get a little preview in the episode of like the what to come when Mary's like, don't you ever have an off button? And Lisa goes, no, I'm always on. And I'm like, she she seems pretty self-aware about it. I love that self-aware. Guess what? She Sorry, likes I'm herself. Yawning. She likes herself. She's not going to change. Yeah, and that's something I deeply respect. Can you imagine the daydreams John Barlow gets to have? Go on. Like, because if someone, do you ever have like a... Okay, there is a person I know who one time said to me, I love when we go to lunch because I don't have to talk at all. I just get to listen. And that made me, A, feel bad about myself, but B, I have had the reverse experience where I went to lunch with someone recently and I'm like, wow, it is kind of nice to not have to talk at all and just be listening because I am dreaming. I got, I'm daydreaming on the side while I'm listening. And I'm just thinking, I bet john he gets a lot of day doing time when yeah so he must have a lot of big ideas and honestly i can't wait to see where they come i'm rooting for john most of all i think oh john's our mvp yeah always and forever there's something about him um meg where's braga what like lisa was talking about how she and john were going on their anniversary oh i have no idea and back to 30 rock it's like when jerry seinfeld makes up his european island that only rich people know only about people can go yeah i was like what the hell's braga did you look it up i forgot to look it no, up i just assumed you'd know i don't know i don't know anything um well because much like monica we're like yeah we don't know about this I do like how openly Monica is admitting, hey, I'm listening to them here describe their perfect lives, maritime, yachts, Braga. But I know a lot about this backstory that they are not sharing. And this is the level of Jensha I want, which is Jen in prison, Jen in jail, but a little bit involved through Monica. That's The, the legacy level. lives on a little bit. That's the level of Jen I want. And so I really am loving this dynamic so far braga is in the far north of portugal okay yeah okay not in my top 25 but good for you lisa must be nice um okay so they next go to the lake house which i have been there me meg i've been to the lake house where heather throws her event and how was it okay the views are absolutely bonkers i want to say two things knowing this is liability and I don't know when I went last summer I had the best freaking dinner of my life it was amazing I told every Tom Dick and Harry on the street go to the lake house it is worth the drive it is amazing I've recently heard the chef change and it's not as good oh no tell me about the dinner you ate what was it oh my gosh first of all I started I got scones that were cooked in duck fat Mm. and then they came with a honey butter and then I got this thing that was they called pioneer pie which was like a meat pie and it was short rib in it and it was so freaking good and my husband got duck 
and I don't get into it. So I didn't have it, but he loved it. And then they mm-hmm. had like a special pie and the pie was only there every week and the flavor changed. And it was from start to finish, just a perfect freaking meal. But like I said, I talked to someone in June who was like, we just went to the lake house. We got the exact same thing we got before. It was not the same. So oh, well, that's sad. Maybe try it out. I'll I'll report back. I do want to go. It is for as far as like aesthetics, incredible experience. Okay. So I love this for Heather. And Heather looks great. We'll say this to you right now. I don't want to be invited to any party that I have to wear snow pants to. Do not invite me. I don't want to come. I don't want to do anything that requires me standing up at a party. A party for me is finding a spot on the couch with my plate in my lap and not moving for five hours. Like the conversation should be fun and easy and I should not have to move at all. I don't want to do what they're doing at all, which is a snowball fight, which a who is this man who gets paid to make snowballs? Someone, re- if that is your cousin, please tell us the deal. How We'd like him on the pod. It? We'd like to get him on the pod. We have um, lots of questions. If we can't get him and we can't get that trout, trout, remember him? Yeah. We amazing, can't... amazing background players in this show. I-, I need one of them on here immediately. But honestly, is it word of mouth? How does he find clients? How do people <laughs> do you know? Or like, I'd love to hire someone to throw us, put on a snowball fight for me and my grown women friends. Just the one, Heather Gay. Okay, my next question is, where are these other characters coming from? Because like, where in the world does Mary H live in Salt Lake City? I'm just like- Whose friend was that? I, no one, she just wandered in. And oh. I was like, who are these people? Maybe she was just having lunch. And she was like, oh, oh a buffet. I think there are people who tested in and didn't make it. Mm, yeah. Connie okay. has been around a bit. Whitney's friend, she's been, we've seen her. She helped throw that party at Prohibition in season one. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. Um, I also, Andrew K walks in with Lisa. Completely forgot about Andrew K's rumor. All right. She's just looking for airtime is how I feel. Um, Monica comes in and looks pretty cool in a cowboy hat. But Monica. It's giving, like, it's giving Lloyd Christmas. Oh. IMO. Listen, why were two of them in cowboy hats was my next question. The, the snow gear on these women is absolutely bonkers. I think Heather looks good. Heather has like a crystal bow in her hair and I did like that. Um, and for some reason, two of them in are in fur bucket hats and two of them are in two of them are in cowboy hats. And I'm just not understanding where they're buying their clothes. But like, God bless. I mean, no shade. If designer's your thing, I am happy for you. Do you need a Louis Vuitton winter, like, parka? I don't know. I don't know. That just seems like maybe you're standing over the toilet and throwing bills in, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're skiing every single... Like, I just think really rich people don't wear stuff like that. You think Mary Cosby skis? No. (laughs) She doesn't. Do you think any of these women ski? Mary Cosby, this episode, 10 out of 10 relatability. When she was like, I'm not going outside for a snowball fight. I'm like, amen, sister. Yeah, I would also watch through the window and think, I'm so glad that's not me. And she kept saying, are they even having fun? I was like, I don't think they were. I don't think they were. 
So Monica comes in and tells us, to be completely honest, Jen never had anything nice to say about Heather ever. And we were like, uh, yeah, duh, Monica, we all picked up on that. Yeah, that was a uh, toxic friendship. Yeah. Um, I feel like Heather is giving main character energy this episode. And it makes me excited, but a little nervous because I don't know if she can hack it. But you and I have been saying for a while. If Heather could break away from her one storyline, we could really like Heather. Yeah, and I, I I, have a lot of hope after this episode. I thought it was really funny when no one had read her book and she was like, of course they didn't read my book. These women don't read. Like, she doesn't seem to be letting things get to her like she has in the past. She doesn't. She seemed good with Lisa. Yeah, she um, let a lot go with Lisa immediately. When Heather said, this is like Lord of the Flies, which is, I'm sure, a bo- another book these women have never read, I laughed out loud. That was funny. It was really funny. And by all accounts, from everyone who's ever talked to me that's met Heather, she is lovely in person. Oh, yeah. I've heard only the best things. Only great things about Heather. I've never heard one bad thing about Heather from someone who knows her. So I am happy to see that. Not as happy as I was to hear that absolute bomb of a text from Mary to Lisa. It's really all the worst things you can say to someone in just one main one run on sentence. You're going to kill your people with your disgusting tequila is just so good. It's all so freaking good. Mary then straight up asks Heather, do you still have a strong attachment to Jen? This is the most annoying I got with Heather when Heather's like, I think the entire, the idea of me having this attachment to Jen was projected. And I was like, uh, roll the tapes. Mm. Eh. Roll, mm. words. roll the tapes. You were, by your own accounts, ride or die for Jen. You said that. The bitter end. You said that, not me. And Jen's like, Heather was like, I wanted to put up boundaries anyway. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, Okay, why, I will say again, I would have read Heather's book just to hear what she said about me. Have you read it? No. I know, me neither. One of us should. It's probably going to need to be me. I'm just so slow with reading. Listen, I'm in a 26 book series about Dukes Gone Bad. It's not a lot. I'm up to my neck in books, right? You want to hear what phase I'm in right now? I'm revisiting John Grisham. Oh, 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 that's so sweet and bleak. It's not bleak. It's wonderful. I freaking love the firm. A legal thriller. The firm. Right now, I'm reading the client. Ooh, nice. I went through a whole John Grisham phase in like 18. Yeah. uh, And no regrets because he writes a hell of a book. It is a great time. I'm cooking food. I'm listening to the client read by a man with a southern drawl. I am living my best life. I like this for you. I mean, so maybe when that phase concludes, I'll pick up Heather's book. But sorry, I said bleak. It's just I need books to be a complete escape for me. So when someone needs to escape into a legal thriller, I do think, oh, are you okay, babe? (laughs) No, the answer is (laughs) no. I have not been okay for a while. Might never be okay again. Because what I'm doing right now is I said it was a 26 book about Dukes, but Meg, one of those Dukes, it's his last name. He's a pirate. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. He's Does he have one his... leg? They never have one Does leg. Does he have an eye patch? No, but he does have long hair and he wears a lot of rings. Okay, and last I... question. Is there a parrot on his shoulder? Uh, No, but he does have a very loyal dog. Okay, perfect. Um. All right, so... Angie's giving beta energy. 
Whitney gets right into the episode by just joking around about Special K on TV. Interesting choice, but she made it. And mm-hmm. I want to say this, and this might be mean to say. So caveat, this might be mean. I feel like Whitney has decided to be smart this season, which excites me because Whitney, as we saw when we digested Jen's, I think this like airheadness of Whitney is a persona she has taken on because it offers her a little bit of who me? I didn't know. Safety. You know, we all do that kind of stuff in different occasions. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just a baby, right? I think Whitney's been doing <laughs> that, but you and I both, since Whitney broke down, Jen getting arrested has been like, Jen, Whitney's smart. Yeah, Whitney's really smart. Whitney's really smart. And this episode, I was like, I feel like Whitney was like, no, I'm smart now. This and I'm, I'm going to act smart. Second time in this podcast episode where you've been like, I'm going to say something rude. And then you've given someone a glowing compliment. Well, I was just saying she was acting dumb for three seasons. That's Everybody not- acts dumb sometimes. Yeah, I just think Whitney, I liked that she was like, let's not waste in, let's not waste brain cells on this. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney was absolutely like, this is the dumb conversation. Meredith's never going to let me live this down. And I just liked that. And like Meredith, baby. You got to yeah. figure out a storyline. You've got to get something. You've got to get something. Like She is grasping at straws. You don't need to be in the mix this hard. Like, And then also Meredith being like, well, I'm not holding a grudge. And I'm like, uh, okay. Ma'am. I don't think Meredith thinks she's top dog. And she not. But that would track, wouldn't it? If I Meredith think- thought she was top dog. Yeah, it does track. Meredith has big, like, I'm from Chicago energy, and that inherently makes me better than all of you. I'm from Chicago. That's from uh, RuPaul's very famous RuPaul Drag Race. They get into a fight, and one of the queens says the other one, I'm from Chicago, and that is Meredith right now. Yeah. Um, Meredith, I'll say it again. You'll never listen to this. I honestly think you are cool when you're just yourself. Who is that, though? Have we ever seen Meredith be just herself? I think she's herself with her kids, and that's the Meredith I like most. Yes, that is true. I do enjoy the glimpses of motherhood we see from all of these women, and I understand why we don't see more of it, because if I was them, I would not want my kids on camera a whole lot. But I do think that they're all good moms. Mary? Well, okay. (laughs) You should maybe find out if your son is married. I mean, do you think, sorry, real question, quick question. When you say you think they're all good moms, and uh, what I would love to rebuttal with, even Mary? <laughs> he seems happy. You know what? They seem to have a system that works for them. And like, yeah, the- and that's all any of us can hope for. Good for you, Mary. Um, I, two end of the line questions. Why did the plus ones have to have a snowball fight? Oh, can you imagine going to a party with a friend and suddenly you find out you have to be in a snowball fight? I just walk right into Deer Creek and say, you know what? Life's not worth living. Calling an Uber ASAP. Oh, no, my house is flooding. I got to go. Bye. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm very merry in that. So for that question, second question, how hyped did that preview trailer get you? So freaking hyped. I'm that bonnet party. I got to know, you know, what's the deal? <laughs> What are they doing? I need to know. This Greek mafia storyline, I know it's going to go nowhere, but I want to see it happen. Absolutely. The Johnny Depp dinner. I, 
Monica wearing a goatee, getting very mad, already rocked my socks. I loved it. Loved every second of it. We're going to have a blast. I mean, we'll have some highs. We'll have some lows. We always do. But feeling pretty good, Emily. Yeah, I agree. I will. I mean, we've said it once. We'll say it again. Look, Meg and I got down sometimes. And people would write in and be like, it's not fun to listen to you guys talk about how much you hate the show. And Which, you know fair, fair. Feedback. It's a new season. It's a new us. And I'm feeling alive. Me too. Um, We... It's 10.30 p.m. We can't do a PCPI because we're both falling asleep. But we'll be back next week with a recap of season or episode two against 10.30. And we'll be doing a pop culture pop-in on the bonus feed. So subscribe to that if you haven't already. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 